swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! That's it then, Paul. That's it. That's how we started. That's how we started, mate. <laughs> What's happening, everyone? This is Tramia Instant Post Match Reaction Pod. We've just lost in the semi finals of the League Two playoffs. A one all draw at Morecambe wasn't enough. We lose 3 2 on aggregate. That home defeat on Thursday's comeback to Haunts. So we, we didn't do enough, did we? We'll get into that in a sec. My name is Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. I'm Matt 17 on Instagram. Give us a follow. This podcast is This Is Tramia, at This Is Tramia on all your socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Bebo, MySpace, the Yahoo groups, Face Party, all that. And I'm joined as ever by the big man himself, big time, pissed up, big mouth, Mr. Paul Harper, at Paul Harper 82. How are we, Paul? Um, Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. It's like... I don't know. I've got mixed emotions, if I'm completely honest. I was winning today. Um, my dad said he wasn't watching, so <laughs> he's a bit fed up. So I said, right, I'm, I'm still optimistic. Um, going to watch, and um, I think we can do it. I definitely think we can do it. And then first half was... I suppose, I suppose you could say... The, the the game changed on James Vaughan's header being a few inches too high. Sixty seconds, turn the game, didn't it? Yeah, but we just we didn't show enough today. It was no. that's the disappointing thing. I, I wanted to see is if we were going to go out, go out, you know, all guns blazing. But I mean, we had a bit of a go second half, but to end, you know, the last twenty minutes our idea of how to break them down was throw Peter Clark up front and just launch it. And that, well, that didn't work whatsoever. So, the, Paul, the last That's the disappointing thing. The last 10 minutes, oh. we didn't threaten the goal. The balls we were putting in, right, were flat too the, balls. Too near the goalkeeper. The, the amount that either went to the keeper or just straight out for a goal kick. And it was like, just, there was one Murphy took a free kick. Mm. I think it was after Callum McDonald got clattered. And we had like nine men in the box, yeah. and he floated it straight out for a goal kick to the other, like to the right hand side, of the penalty box, and it was like it just summed it up. I thought first half, Paul was we were so sloppy in the first minute. Manny Monte lets that ball go across his body, yeah. and straight yeah. away, and then everything was off first half. Like first touches weren't there, balls were sloppy. It was the complete it was just opposite. Too, it was too slow, wasn't it? it was just oh, too slow. So it was, slow, sloppy. It was the opposite of the first half. High treacle. Um, it was the opposite of the first half that we saw on Thursday, and it was just like first half under Hill. It was slow, it was predictable, it was sloppy, and there was no creativity. The one chance we had, the Vaughan header, was from a great ball in by Ryan Elge. But we really... And then Lewis had that shot, didn't he? Shot um, just on our time. time. But that was, you know, Vaughan... I don't know how Vaughan scored so many goals in this team. Because he's not had chances. His, his shot conversion rate, I think, is the highest in the league. Yeah, it must be. I do want to say this as well, Paul. Honestly, congratulations to Morecambe. I think they deserve Over the two games... I know yeah. that we first half... We played great football, but at the end of the first half of the first game, we were two one behind. So yeah. it's irrelevant, really, isn't it? Yeah. They they did a job. They said it. They said it on Sky. Like, um, you know, they may not be the better team on you know on paper, but over the course of the two legs, they've 
been the more clinical and the, yeah. you know, in both boxes really, they've defended really well and where we've defended poorly. And when they've had chances, they've taken them. So fair play to them. Uh, you know, we had, we had probably more chances over the two legs than they did. But, you know, the, the scoreline is what counts. And, you know, we haven't put the ball in the back of the net. So. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm, I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed that we just didn't have a. It didn't feel like we were having a go. No, in the first half, and that's that's what disappointed me. I think the amount of times in the first half where Blackett Taylor got on the ball, and you saw in the first half on Thursday, he was just taking his man on, yeah, he's electric, skinning him alive, and you know, putting the fear of God into them. Instead, he was cutting inside and then falling over and being, you know, it, was, it just looked very half-arsed for him. Not just for me, man, maybe wrongly you know, singling him out, but there was just so so many players who were just sort of, didn't look like they had that that real desire to get to that ball first, do you know what I mean? It was just like, we didn't win second balls, we were There was no, the intensity, balls. Paul, it was, it was the intensity. Yeah. Intensity that we showed on on Thursday in the first half, and then, and then towards the missed. end, Woolery gets down the line and gets in a good position to whip a ball in, and he tries to beat his man. And as soon as he touches the ball, you know he's not going to get on the end of end of it. Yeah, it just looked like he, he didn't game. want he didn't want the ball more than the Mark Mammoth did. And then he he puts his hands on his back and he obviously falls over. But oh right, the amount of times he did that. The all game, right? And do you know who the worst for this is, by the way, Paul fucking Lewis. Like the amount of times he just puts his hands on something, and it, mm. it, it's only professional footballers do this. It's the, yeah. the brain dead, aren't they? And it's, it's always just, it's, a situation where you're like that. That player wants you to put his hands on him because he'll go down, and he'll get ninety nine times out of hundred, you'll get a free kick. Don't do it. Leave him. He's going to have to put it out for throwing at the worst. And we just did it. Like, yeah. I was screaming at the telly. It was so, like you say, Paul, it was such a frustrating watch. It was just like, it was everything I, like, for some reason, Paul, I, I, I tweeted it before the game. And last night when I was in work, I was just thinking, I went, we're going to do it. I came out after Thursday. I just said, we're going to turn up today and we're, we're going to win. and We're going to do it. I was convinced. And do you know, the, like, the last time I was convinced of something, it was when Dougie, my cat, was missing last summer, and I was convinced he was going to turn up fine. Well, he turned up dead, Paul. So, <laughs> just like today, I was convinced we were going to do it. We didn't do it. So, if I'm convinced something's going to happen, Paul, bet on the exact opposite happening. Yeah. It's a sure thing. Yeah. i tell you what, I'm going to try it now. I'm convinced, Paul, that I'm not going to win the lottery on Wednesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Any, any time really but yeah it was just um, as I say frustrating it just really summed the season up didn't it really it was a microcosm there's, there's of so season, much, really. there's so much potential in that team to be a, an excellent side and we showed glimpses of it but that's it that, that's all we're getting out of them glimpses I don't think at any point over the course of the whole season we've we've had a really good 90 minutes you know from start to finish we've actually Dominated possession, dominated the game, used the ball well, created chances. There, there hasn't been a game like that. No. Even the even the when we thrashed uh, Grimsby, you know, it wasn't start to finish excellent. To be fair, in that one, Paul, when you're four 0 up at half time, you're yeah. going to no, drop know, off, aren't you? But like, just I don't know. There's potential, but the, the, there's too many big players there. That haven't shown up, but the, when you know when it actually counts, like today was a must-win, must-win game, and too many of them didn't really show up, in my opinion. Um, particularly first half, yeah, we had to go second half, but and when we got the goal, but at no point after that did I really believe we were going to get a second. You didn't do enough. I'm not sitting there expecting us to create something that will get me off my seat. It was just. Launching aimless balls into the into the box, no real. I said it all season, Paul. The final ball delivery, and we had so many opportunities to, you know, and there was there was one near the end, Paul, where I'm not sure who, it might have been Woolery and Rides or no, sorry, Woolery and McDonald or someone, and it was the old you know, you want to take a quick throw, 
and it's got to be throw, fella pass it back, and you can whip it in. Yeah, and he and, there. and it just went out for throwing off yeah. the pass back, and I just thought there was so many. That last, like, half hour, there was so many. All game, it was happening, to be honest, but especially yeah. that last half hour, once we got the goal, was just so many little moments like that. And I just said, it's not it's not our day. We, we didn't get any... Not that there was any big decisions didn't go against us. You could argue that the goal was offside. And, um, yeah, it was offside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we actually was. To touch it. Yeah, because the keeper was was in front of the was yeah. Stockton was the deepest player, so. <laughs> yeah. um, but we just at the end of the day, Paul, we didn't do enough to win the tie over two legs. We didn't. It, the first again, the the best we've played in in months was the first half on Thursday, and we lost that two one. So, you know, and it's going to be saying this this squad, and we've said all season that you know what a squad it is. That's the last we'll see of a lot of these players. I, yeah. Who would you? We're probably going to do a end of season pod at some point, maybe if we can be bothered. But Paul, of the people out of contract, and the only people we've still got in contract is Callum McDonald, James Vaughan, Jay Spear, and Scott Davis, I believe. I mm. think maybe one of the young kids might have another year. But that's the four that I can think of off the top of my head who are contracted for next year. Of the rest, who would you be? Offering a contract to because some of them, you know, we might offer contracts to players and they'll leave. Mm. You know, I, I think we've seen the back of most of them, to be honest. Peter Clark, would you give him another year now in League Two again? I don't know. Is there a better option out he's, there? He's, he's been solid most of the season. Yeah. But he's 39, coming on 40. I think he'll, t- he, he, he'll turn 40, won't he? Like by the start of the season, he'll be 40. I suppose part of it depends on does he want to carry on? Does he want to be uh, the player manager? I would. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll probably talk about about that before we sign off. But yeah, yeah, I think out of the entire squad, the only ones that'd be desperate to keep it, Vaughan. I think Jay Spearman's not had a bad season, although he started the season very poorly. Um, didn't have a good game today for me. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Um, and Clark, they'd be the three. That's kind of the, the, the spine of the team. Matt Donald um, is obviously under contract. The rest of him. You've, well, three of them are under contract, Paul, yes. Spear and Vaughan and, and McDonald. Yeah. The rest Scott. of him. I'm not. I would not be asked if they all left. A full scale clear out. Yeah, I mean. It, you, can, you can talk about Blackie Taylor being, you know, an exceptional potential. Great talent. It doesn't do anywhere near enough for me. Uh, again today, very half-arsed. Got in some good positions. Had some great overlaps that Rides was providing. I think Rides got into some really good position. Never got the ball, but made some good overlapping runs. Blackett Taylor was just running inside. So lame. It, the way he was going down, he just it's like he just couldn't be arsed running anymore. It's like. And you know, people like that really, really do frustrate me. And the the fact that he, he spends half the season with his gloves on, with his short sleeve shirt, that annoys me as well. Um, well, to be fair, Paul, he don't make long sleeve shirts. Like, do he? It was like Stanley Matthews um, with him today. He was just, and Thursday, in fairness, but he was getting on the end of it. It was just kick the ball past the defender and try and chase it after it. It was like there wasn't any. That's not. That's not skillful. I well, mean, they doubled up on him today, so yeah, and they, you they, use they, your brain, don't you? And go, they, okay, they're doubling up on me. Out. Yeah, like well, he, he's got clever. nothing else. He's got nothing else. He's got pace. He's got nothing else. His his delivery's not too bad into the box, but he he doesn't do anywhere near enough for me. So like, the thing is, Paul, think, uh, there's always going to be a team that will take a chance on a play like him, always. Yeah. And if he gets his head together, but I don't. Th- yeah, I hope he but does. Right, but he could end up at the championship or in the national league. In a few years, you don't know, do you? But doesn't do enough for me. I, I, I would not be bothered if he, he leaves. Obviously, out of contract. So well, there's so many, Paul, isn't it? Yeah. Manny's out of contract. Murphy, Feeney, Morris. A lot of all this Boyd. depends on who he brings in as manager, and that, that's the that's the big that's the big decision that's got to be made, and it's got to be made quickly. I think. Yeah, it needs to be done because obviously all these players are coming out of contract. That needs to be obviously sorted if if any of them want, excuse me, if anyone wants to stay or if if you know they they want to be kept. 
So that needs to be sorted out as soon as possible. Gores and Parkinson as the next managerial duo. I think today sort of showed that, you know, perhaps that's not the best option. Um, they obviously had the, the, the five games where we would, where we picked up the five wins and it was, it was all flying, but they didn't have any, I mean, the, the subs they brought on did change the, change the game. Um, and got us, got us the goal, but then last 20 minutes, just if that, if that was the tactic from the bench, just, Get Clarky up front and just launch it to him. I mean, come on. I mean, we're going back to the sixties and seventies, are we? And just and you know, old fashioned centre forwards and all the rest of it. It's just, that's not that's not the way forward, and it didn't work. Um, unsurprisingly, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know who's gonna who's gonna come in. Um, obviously, a few names flying about. Uh, uh, could might might potentially want the job and stuff, but I've not heard anything. Paul, go ahead. Well, I think uh, I think Dave Chowan has mentioned uh, a few times about his um, his love for the club, and it would be something he would be interested in at some point um, down the line. But obviously, he's got a you know a job to do at, at Hartlepool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who who he's going to bring in. You could say, really, that the chairman hasn't got a great record, track record of bringing managers in and maybe keeping no. for too long. I was going to touch on this. That this is Adams, um, Hill. It, Obviously, Jackson didn't work out very well. He's only got one right with Mickey. Mm. Like, every other one has been, with the greatest of respect, a complete disaster. Mm. Like every single one, hasn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, I just, so I he's he's got to get got to get this one right if we're if we're going to get ourselves back into league one next season because let's be honest this season has been a failure we've failed this season this squad that was put together should have been and we were in such a good position even four weeks ago we were in such a good position to go up automatically and that should have been you know despite the the dreadful start to the season this division has had no no teams really of any note, and fair play to the, the the three clubs that have gone up, and and obviously Morecambe today for for getting to the playoff final. But no nobody really of of any standout note. The, the the division was there for the taking, and we've absolutely bottled it big time. Um, and whether you know this stupid piece of final crap where we should have just dosed off in the first round. Um, affected things because we dropped off a cliff ever since then. Um, obviously, injuries to key players didn't help either. But yeah, just a disappointing, disappointing afternoon today. Disappointing season, really. We, we're going to look back in twenty years, and nobody's going to remember this season because none of us have been there. Pretty much. Um, obviously, Paul, one or two people who have been to a couple of games. Paul, I it's, remember. It's going to be totally. Totally forgettable season. Totally forgettable. And I remember it because it's the season that I spent... 56. <laughs> 56. 56 now. 56 <laughs> podcasts listening to you go on about how big time you are, going on about how pissed up you are, going on how much of a big shot you are. If anything's come from the season, it is that people have found out about the real Paul Harper, don't you think? No comment. Well... You're not going to throw your name in the, the hat for the manager's job? No chance, no. Um, no comment again. <laughs> no, a, few people, a few people said, Paul, that... I would argue it's a poison chalice, to be honest. I don't know, unless you're Mickey Mellon. It's not. I mean, we are an attractive club to come in and manage. Now, certainly in League Two, we should be, we should be a, you know... Looking to be, we should be looking to get automatic promotion next year. It's mental to be saying that as a champion fan, isn't it? it? That you know where we've been and the mindset of the club and stuff like that. But that whoever comes in, we should have a decent budget, and we should be you know looking to be in that top three at, at the end of the season next year. That, that's got, that's got to be the aim, hasn't it? With that expectation, brings pressure. Yeah, and it's whether some you know someone, some people. Um can handle that and it's been shown that you know 
this group of players haven't handled that pressure, that positive pressure anywhere near good enough. Um, Keyfield didn't manage that pressure good enough. Hence why he's, he's, he's not here. Um, yeah. Got to find someone with that right mentality who wants to, you know, wants to really kick on. Um, you know, and bring League One football back to, back to the club. What I was saying then, Paul, and, and I went off on a tangent on my own, was a few people have said, would we do a Euro 2020 pod when that's on? And it's a, you know... What's it? <laughs> After all the England games, to say I'll shout England are as well yeah. as Champions. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> we'll just do like a general, you know, throughout the tournament, like um, little... It'll keep us, you know, keep the interest going, won't it? Mm. Yeah, and uh, take, our told me, off, uh, take our mind off the chummy. But, um, Someone told me that another podcast have started doing post-match reaction shows, Paul. <laughs> Are we going to have to fight them? If, if do, do what it takes. Well, do you know what, Paul? I'll be right there, right behind you. <laughs> Thanks. I'll be Marvin off, and I'll be right behind you, Marvin off. How about that? Steve <laughs> Marvin Harper. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I mean we should we should jump into the tweets because um, a lot of people have obviously taken a lot of time, not just today, but over the course of the season, and we do really do appreciate all the support, the uh, the feedback, all the interaction that you've you've given over the course of the season. Well, as we've said numerous times, we couldn't make these these pods without your contribution. So a massive thank you to you. You know we've been thanked uh, a few times over the last couple of weeks, which is nice. But um, yeah, we're just you know chatting shit for fifty six times a year. <laughs> um, we really it makes it worthwhile when you know people are listening and and obviously enjoying to an extent um, our rants. Wouldn't go enjoy is a strong word, Paul. It is, yeah. Endure. You know what you know what I mean. Um, they appreciate our efforts. Let's say so. That'll do. Thank you to uh, to everyone who's been in touch. So. I think uh, my missus is just walking in after having been shopping. So in the pub, <laughs> uh, Ross of the Rovers is a uh, an early manager shout. Um, he goes, Dave Chowner. We have had in inverted commas top managers before Mickey Adams. He puts in um, in brackets. Still think uh, we need people around to get what it is to be Tramia. Do we do like I? I know that. If you look at the, the track record, Adams, disaster. Brabin, I don't care what anyone says, it was a disaster. Mickey, just the greatest since Kingy. Yeah. Jacko, disaster. Hill, disaster. So, I mean, on that, if, if we're doing that run, then we're due another great legend <laughs> coming in. So, you know, it is nice to have someone with that, you know, connection to the club, isn't it? Yeah. And Done a, the thing with Chandler is he's done good job. People get hung up on his time file saying he, he had loads of money. Yes, they're bankrolled. And um, yes, in terms of the leagues they came from, they came from North West Counties into, into North, in the Conference North. But then by conference standards, there's some you know much bigger money clubs than them in the conference. He did a great job at Colwyn Bay. People forget about that. He did a great job at Colwyn yeah. Bay. And he's done a hell of a job at Hartlepool to get them flying, you know, they're going into the playoffs. I think they're going to be straight into the semi-final of the playoff, aren't they? I think they're confirmed, aren't they, as third, I think. Yeah, I should point sure. out as well, by the way, Sutton have just been promoted. They've just won the league. They won today. So we'll be, we'll be reacquainted oh with Sutton. God. Oh, no, it's hard to still. They must be playing the worst afterwards. <laughs> oh, that one there. <laughs> that rabbit sacked one. The, the Brabin last one, yeah, live on TV. That was a midday kickoff, wasn't it, on a Saturday? Oh, I remember the journey game, it was horrible. Didn't, didn't Jake Kirby do his like ankle on the side of the pitch in like the first minute? Yeah. It's like three players got injured. Oh, God, it was just... In terms of, we had a lot of low points, didn't we? I always thought the Welland defeat, but I think that might have been the complete lowest. Yeah, potentially. Good time, Paul. Eight, and we're going back. <laughs> We're going back. Can't wait. Well, uh, they won't be able to have a plastic pitch, though. I don't no. think. 
And that's going to change because their whole like way that they worked as a club revolved around like wasn't it? Yeah, like, I remember um, straight after that game, there was a lot of kids waiting around in the car in the car park. Wait to get on. And as soon as all the players came out to to jump on the bus, a lot of kids went in to uh, go and play their games on a Saturday afternoon. So um, was a very much uh, kind of like a community facility. So. Obviously, that's going to have to uh, have to change unless they just build another. Yeah, you know, that's what the planning and stuff is around the ground there. But you'd like to think they could build a similar to what um, Harrogate have done. Really, um, I think they've oh, kept they got... they've kept the um, as far as I'm aware. I think so. They've kept the uh, the three G that they had, and they had a bit of land to the side of it, and they've kind of used that for um, for their stadium. Correct, someone might correct me, I might be wrong. But I'm sure I've heard that somewhere. Anyway, um, back into the tweets. Yes, go on. The Viking says, the football side of the club has to start coming first. Managerial appointments and recruitment has played sec- second fiddle for too long. Uh, PPG wouldn't have been an issue last season if Mickey was given the right resources. Yeah, we can't keep going back to that, can we? I, I keep finding myself going... <sighs> We shouldn't even be in this league, but we are where we are. Yeah. Um, Nick Flynn, unfortunately, uh, we just didn't want it as much as them. He'll suck the life out of us. He should have gone five games before he did. Ultimately disappointing, but can't wait to get back into the ground under normal circumstances in August. I think that. I think we're all failed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know at the minute, I, I'm not thinking. I can't wait to get back to Prenton Park, if I'm honest. But well, Paul, as much as obviously I wanted us to get promoted, I did. But there would have been a part of me that would have felt like almost what's the point? Because the whole point of a promotion push, and we, we've been lucky enough to have a couple of them in the last few years, is being there and feeling it and you know being at the game and that final whistle going when you've been hung, hanging on by a goal and you're like, that's a massive three points. And it's not been the same this season. as it was. It just hasn't been the same. Yeah. And it would have been, again, like I say, I, I would not have turned down a promotion at all this season, but it wouldn't have been the same celebrating it, would it? And again, it's all well and good saying this and going like, you know, if we go up next year and we can be there, it'll be normal. We could be in this division for 10 years. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it, it just seeing, you know, I know there's some fans let in, I think it's going to be 5,000 each, isn't it? At, at the, the player final. But yeah, it, it just would have been a, it's just been a terrible, it's been a terrible year. The last 12 months, it's been a terrible football season. Like, I've really not enjoyed watching much of the games. Without the fans there, it's just shit, isn't it? It is. You've seen the difference just in the last like couple of weeks with just yeah. having limited fans. makes yeah. uh, The games are a million times better. And at the same time, Paul, where you're, you're saying you're not sure if, it, if, you know, that excitement of getting back to the ground, I guarantee you, because I feel sort of similar, that come August, that first game of the season whoever it is, let's say we get Billy Harrogate at home. <laughs> it's a nice sunny day. You know, yeah. as long as we can get, you know, all being well, normal circumstances, mm. I'll be buzzing to get back there. It'll, yeah, feel like, it'll be part of a wider thing. Do you know what I mean? Of, of yeah. the world getting back to normal and stuff like that. Like me being back at work this weekend. And by the way, it's fucking killed me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't hate can you hear in your voice? Oh, <laughs> I feel like it's mad. It's how I used to feel where, I feel hungover even though I've not had a drink because yeah. it's. At least just, you don't feel as bad as some people in your house. Well, yes, Paul. We'll get. I'll. I'll get into that now. I'm glad you segued in because then I, it's my <laughs> excuse for going. I didn't bring it up. Mm. So um, my missus Natasha Linton went out yesterday. Two of her friends came up to stay, and they did this thing. You know, like it seems like it's just all women now go to these brunch events. For me, Paul, if someone went, "Do you want to have brunch?" I'd be like, "Oh, so you know, going have like a club sandwich somewhere." brunch for me is like a butty like now it's like oh no it's a four hour bottomless bar and he's like hang on a minute what the fuck it's just a big thing and it's they went to the florist or something I dropped him off yesterday at like midday at the florist on Harbin Street then he went to Slug and Lettuce then he went to Moda then he comes to Bar Bar ten hours on it right barely any scran even though it's a bottomless brunch hardly any food there 
scandalous, Paul. Bear in mind, like, Tash as well. And the what brunch was feared. So, Paul, listen, it's ridiculous, mate. It just basically means bottomless Prosecco and cocktails. Right, okay. Pissed up. Pissed up. You'd know, Paul, you know a thing or two about being pissed up, don't you? Apparently they, so, yeah. They haven't, like, Tash has barely had a drink in the last year. Like, she must have had, we had a couple of drinks on New Year's Eve. She literally has, so imagine having, like, she must have had, I'd say, honestly, like, six alcoholic drinks in the last year. To then go on a fucking ten-hour all-day session. Yeah. Like, buddy, it's like going on an away day, a London away on the train. <laughs> you can imagine. They've come in. Like, they've, like, fell out of bar bar at ten. Just as we're getting going, by the way, in bar bar. <laughs> took, like, two hours to get home. I don't know what's happened. Took two hours to get to, get to a McDonald's and get a taxi. The state of them today. You should see them, Paul. They've got alcohol poisoning. Tasha's got like she looks like she's got black eyes. Looks like I've punched her head in. It's ridiculous. Mm. She's got like you know, like a bloodshot eyes, and underneath her eyes are all like red. She's like <laughs> she's texting me while I was in work last night. She was like, "I wake up, I have a sip of water, and I'm violently sick." And I'm just like seeing them. And I said before, Paul, I think honestly this is a first for men and mankind in general. I think I for this very specific small time, have the upper hand in the relationship. Made the most of it. And the high ground. How long will it last and what can I do? <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to just watch that. I've I'm never been in that position. And even better, like because now she just doesn't want to get out of bed. She's just lying there, curled up in a ball with the cat next to her. <laughs> I'm going to just watch the football today. I don't even have to go. Is it okay if I watch the football? Yeah. I'm just going to like let it. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do. I'm not going to mention it. I'm just going to let her. You know, yeah, wallow. The, uh, the golf later as well. Ooh. I'm not a big golf fan, but Paul, if, <laughs> I've got to take advantage of this, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. It, Does she, if she really hates golf, just watch the golf. A bit of golf fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a thing later as well, isn't it? It's the last day in the French League. Oh, well, there you go. Lille and PSG going for it, yeah. yeah watch, watch whatever the hell you want, mate. Um, right, back, to the, uh, back to the tweets. Um, a few about the the managers and stuff we've already touched on. Really, Chloe Williams says, "How many people would have swapped a three-one aggregate defeat for a couple of key fails, nil nils?" Um, interesting question. Uh, Nathan Morton says, um, "Can't." He says, a bit of a Twitter debate going on about. Um, who to keep? He says, Utis um, Khan on his day can be good and can play a few positions, but he'd happily um, say to out to the rest of the out of contracts. Um, 2021 T says, uh, since the Newport final, we've been a shambles. Paul set up, poor set up on the football side in terms of recruitment and manage, uh, players and managers, other clubs finding emerging players and managers that we don't. Feel for Dawson Parkey, Black Caps, a pathetic season. Um, Gazzy Hay says, this season has been about mistakes. Mistakes in two managerial appointments. Mistakes in recruitment. Mistakes with PR. Has all added to a divided season. Need to clear the decks. Um, get it wrong again and we'll be back on the slide. Nice positive thinking there. <laughs> it yeah. is, it's a big, it's always a big appointment, isn't it? But, yeah, they've got to get it right. Would would I take Chaloner? Um I think right I now would. I probably would. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to take a punt on him. Uh, other names we went through this, didn't we? When Jacko went, like the, the only good thing is that Cowley, Cook, they're all in jobs now, aren't they? Yeah. I can't think actually. I don't know. I, I haven't seen like the betting and stuff or other names being bandied around. Paul, are there any other names people are saying? I, I'm, there's not many I can think of who are out of work who, who I'd like. Uh, Robbie Fowler always crops up in these things, doesn't he? Yeah, great. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'll have a look at the um, at the odds in a minute. Um, Go ahead. Lord Hereford says, this game summed up our season. Players just not good enough, complete, clear out required. Gid Sentinel, hello to Phil and Nate. Um, he just says it wasn't disappointing. That came and went a few months ago. Not abject, but dilute. Started the season with apparent vengeance and an ambition to right the wrongs of last season. Can't say anything but shrug shoulders and any ends. Thanks for the love and support. Um, that's the very least that we can do, Phil. Um, so yeah. take it, take care of, uh, of the little lad and hopefully uh, 
you know, better things will come in the very near future. Uh, Matt Jones, not that Matt Jones, um, from a rival podcast. Not your mortal enemy. <laughs> um, Matt, Matt with only one T says, uh, not good enough again. Too many bottle jobs in that team. Need to clear out new management team to go in next season and sweep the decks. Paul G says, season finished at Wembley. Or at least that's what it looked like when the players and management gave up. Uh, Hayden Absalom says, on to the new season. Start again, start fresh. And hopefully with fans every week up the Tramia. Runcorn Linnets White's under 11 says, much better over two legs, but the league was there for the taking. The Hill effect killed us. Lots of business to be done for next season. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, Paul, but they just tweeted out Ian Dawes has done like a six minute post match reaction in the last like couple of minutes. Um, obviously, we can't watch it, but a few people have the, the, the comments I'm seeing on the Twitter are just people saying very honest, um, spot on. So it looks like he's probably been quite, you know, fair. And we, we, you know, Paul, we spoke on the Keith Hill Out podcast, not Keith Hill Out, when he was sacked and we did the pod. And we spoke about it that, you know, Parky and Doors, uh, people at the club have got a lot of time for both of them. And um, yeah. what you see is what you get. You know, both honest fellas. So, yeah. you know, make sure, I think everyone probably go and give that, if you haven't already, go and watch it. It's on Twitter. I presume it'll be on the YouTube channel as well. Yeah. I think, if, I think the thing with them too is that Ian Doors comes across very well. Um, as you say, very honest. Parky is Mr. Tramier, such a lovely fella. You know, he's got the club's best interests at heart. For me, the last thing I would want was for him to have, you know, he's done such a good job with the youth um, over the last few years. And, you know, he's probably got a job for, for life. And this is something that Garno, I spoke with Garno about a few times as well, is that he steps up to first team duties and it doesn't go well. And, you know, Alan Jackson, perhaps, and 10 games in, he's out of work and, you know, he's 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 on the scrap heap. And he might not, you know, get another job in football again, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and that would be the last thing I would want for, because he's, you know, he cares deeply about the, the club. Um, really, really good coach. Not sure he's managerial material. Ian Dawes, as as we say, comes across really well. He's very honest. Um, there's none of the the kind of the bullshit that we got a little bit towards the end of the the Keith Hill era, where he was just, you know, he was trying to polish a turd. Um, and you know, there's no there's no deceiving us. You know, we've got we've we've all got eyes. We're all, you know, okay, we might not all be the, the most intelligent. You know what I mean? But you know, we we can recognise good football and not good football. Um, so don't try and you know, paint it over as, as you know, us being fickle and and you know not seeing what they were seeing and, and things like that. Ian does does come across really well. If he got the job, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be you know, ranting and raving, but I wouldn't be singing from the the hilltops either. In in all honesty, and that's just me being as honest as I'm sure he's been today. Um, but yeah, you know they've 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 done a good job in difficult circumstances, and as you know, today just wasn't wasn't quite good enough. Uh, back to the tweets and all these people are, are regulars who have been with us right back to um, that glorious nil nil on the first day of the season at Mansfield. Oh, um, what a Steve, game of football that was! <laughs> Steve Rawlinson says season was season was over when we went for the cheaper option for manager and then replace replaced him with the crook Keith. Um only thing we can say about us is we're financially in good hands because we don't spend any money and go for the cheapest quote every time. Well there we go. Um Rich Farrance says uh, really enjoyed the pods after the games this season. Um please do weekly review shows next season if even if it's not too practical immediately after the game. It's something we will think about in it, and yeah, uh, it will be a case of obviously, Paul. If you're certainly the home games, you'll be travelling 
to and from your gated community in, you know, palatial Manchester. Mm. So, and obviously I'll be at the game, so we won't be able to get them up as fast, but we'll certainly, you know, try and do them same, same day, same evening. And if not, you know, there's going to be times when, you know, I won't be able to do them with someone won't be able to, we'll certainly try and get them up within like 24 hours of the game. Yeah. If people enjoy listening to them, then, you know, we will carry on doing them. It's something we'll, 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 we'll try and sort out the, uh, the final details of. Yeah, the got, logistics. We've got two months to, to sort it all out. Um, yeah, it's ultimately, the game can be summed up as uh, resorted to hoof ball, which was never working against a well-organised defence like Morecambe. Uh, we need the new manager in, ideally, this week, so here's the whole summer. Well, I'm telling you now, we're, it ain't going to be this week. I'd, I'd be very surprised if it was. Um, Josh Dezer. Um, that's the first time I've read that name, I think. Anyway, um, I think I'm not the only one who thinks our season was finished weeks ago. Ultimately, it's toxic, toxic, ex, oh my, I can't say that word. Toxic, toxic, itty. Toxicity. Toxicity, yes. Fucking hell, Paul. How many have you had? I haven't you had any. You end up like Tash. I haven't had any. Uh, toxicity of Keith Hill ruined our club. We need to get rid of most of the old lads and bring fresh talent in. Full rebuild needed, he says. Uh, Grange Mount 62 says, says glad the season's over. Um, shed load of underperformance on the uh, performers on the pitch. At least we can all be back in PP next season. Hopefully that is the case. Um, Dave Mercer says, um, that felt like the whole season summed up over two legs, great in parts, but flat and quite frankly woeful in longer stretches. Big decisions now needed on the squad and the manager. Um, we got what we deserved over the uh, over the course of the tie. Uh, oh my word! Uh, Sean Stokes has written an essay. Uh, I'll 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 give you a brief. A brief overview of it. It says, hard to sum up at this point without being too emotionally harsh. But over the two legs, we weren't good enough. Many of the players should hang their heads in shame. That with their supposed talent, they haven't got us promoted. Um, bit of a thing about Hill, bit of a thing about Jacko. Um, manager appointment is massive. They've got four out of five wrong and managed to kick off on fans about it. Sorry, not good enough. As much as I appreciate the hard work and passion. Um, yeah, so some some hard hitting words there. Um, I think hard hitting words. Dis- don't think I can disagree either. No. Really. Speaking um, of hard hitting words, Paul, it sounds like this Dawes interview. He, the phrase I keep seeing is people going, "He hasn't held back." So I think he might have come <laughs> out. I think he he must be basically. <laughs> <laughs> not apparently saying they're not enough for the players cared enough. Mm-hmm. And that, and that and that did show, in all honesty. Yeah, as as we as we said before, like some of the, you know, the challenges, you know, they wanted it more than we did, and that shouldn't be the case. Shouldn't be the case. Should be, you know, it didn't look like they were giving their all. Um, One thing, Paul, we were spoiled with Mickey. under yes. Mickey was the um, that squad that got us out the, the national league and got us promoted again. We and we always say it was a squad they were together. And they might not have been the most talented bunch of footballers, but they gave everything every single week. Then your likes of you know your Buckos, your Scotty Davises, your Mackers, your Norris, your Jairus, even Ollie Banks. You know it was a bit of a flair player, but they, they left it all out there. You know, and then yeah. we brought people in like your Ellises. Yeah. You know, even like your backup players. Like there was it was a right bunch of wasn't it? Like do you know what I mean? It was a right bunch of fellas who would just leave everything out there on the pitch. You know, Jeff Hughes, Norburn, everyone who, uh, over both, you know, um, what was his name? What was the little midfield have we got? The old fella. Perky Worky, Perkins. You know, they were all, we left it all there, like Sid Nelson, yeah. every single one who played a part in them games. And there was too many of them this season, other than a couple of spells. And certainly over the last couple of months, there's too many of them who were just like, you know, it's just you know, just a job. I'll, you know, doesn't matter if I play well. And it, where's your professional pride? No one tries to play badly, do they? But like you say, Paul, it was that thing of you should be going in 
to win every tackle, win every challenge, be strong, you know, and there's not been enough of that, has there? It's been weak. It's been, quite frankly, pathetic the last couple of months, absolutely pathetic. And a lot of them players should be ashamed of themselves, quite frankly, of how they've performed. Very few can hold the head high at, at the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. Not much more to say than that. Mm. <laughs> um, our good friends, the West Yorkshire SWA, otherwise known as the Jake Keogh Fan Club. Apologies that he's not here to uh, to read this out for you guys, but um, they just say, shit show of a season, terrible manager appointments, wank January signings, in terms, uh, sorry, in need of some serious investment in the playing squad. Um, if you buy cheap, you pay twice. Is the what they've quoted? Um, time to secure some lads on two-year contracts and pay for good quality. I don't want a fan zone or some fancy bar. I want League One football. Okay, um, not sure well, no, where the fan zone comes into things, but well, no, does not know that because the fan zone's so good, we'll automatically be promoted to the championship. <laughs> it's a championship level structure. But do you think the uh, the trust are, all, are covering all that? Aren't they? I think I don't think well, it's. The- they're covering our promotion. Oh, anyway, it, is, it, does no, look, it does look quite nice. We haven't, we haven't spoke about it. No, it's um, the plans do look very nice. There's no no money from the club is going towards it in terms of you know. There's a very small amount, but it's money that was always for commercial stuff, which is a completely separate part to squad Quite and players. So no money, like. And I was oh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "People are going to say if we have, if we don't go up this year, or we have a yeah. bad spell next year, people are going to be like, why did we spend all that money on that and this?' It's not <laughs> the same thing. Like it is not, like it is not the same pot of money, mm. like at all. There's very little money at all from the club going towards it. From, from what I know, anyway, it's almost completely self-financed through you know the German microbrewery. There's an investor yeah. and the trust to covering the rest, and like I, I, God, like. How can anyone take that being built as a negative? Like, ugh, just madness, isn't it? I know that it's, it's, we're all down at the minute off the back of the season, today's result, like, but that structure will, you know, it's a huge game changer for this football club in terms of revenue and just, you know, how we're seen as a football club. And you could, it's, there's no negatives to it at all, unless, like, all I'm thinking, Paul, is. What if all the bit? Are they going to clean the bird shit off it? <laughs> like honestly, yeah. Um, it's hard enough doing it off one skylight or if you've got a Velux window. Yeah. Well, hopefully they've they thought all this through. Not not for us to worry about. But, no, um, not our problem. Ian Blythe has uh, sent us a nice message before we start the if onlys and what ifs. First of all, back for a big thank you to you all for your hard work this season. Take a much-deserved rest. Uh, thank you, Ian. We will. Um, I'm sure if the SWA were there today, we would have won. Gutted for Parky and Dawes. I really like Dawes. So professional. It must have been difficult for him and Parky this season with so many changes. I think they have earned their chance at the helm. So, and someone, you know, putting them forward. Uh, Do you know we should have got in today, Paul? We should have got Zoom Bakayoko and Harvey Gilmore in the team. <laughs> yeah. That's who we needed to get that result at Morecambe. Yeah, yeah very true, very true. Um, Sam Page sends us a nice message. I'm not going to read it all out, it's very long. But yeah, he's enjoyed the off-season, enjoyed it at Tango Ice Blast, Pacificos, slash any other beverage um, look forward to my... next season with you next uh, with you guys so it's a hell yeah, of a shout thank you for that. I've got five I've got 24 downstairs very good get cracking yeah uh, Dan Brown says need to get the managerial appointment right two chances this season got them badly wrong uh, several players not good enough need replacing uh, Sam Robinson says shouldn't have even needed the playoffs to go up, but we didn't do anywhere near enough over two legs. Um, someone mentions. <laughs> uh, no, let's read it. Paul G, 
Glad the season is finished. Been a nightmare from start to finish. Getting a decent manager, not the cheapest option, and start the rebuild tomorrow. On the plus side, we do have Charlie Jolly, who is going to bag 40 next season. Oh, prosper. <laughs> um, Dave Ham says, not good enough, needs to improve. Edward Roper says, uh, glad to see some fight, but not enough balls into the box, not enough accuracy. Uh, Rob Tyler, that performance sums up how the season went. Got him spells, uh, flat and effing shit. I don't know why I said effing shit. I mean, I've said shit, so I might as well say fucking shit. Uh, the rest of the time. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, big clear up needed. Mark and Nicola needs to get to work tomorrow morning. Um, for next season. Well, they need to get working now, to be honest. Let's, let's be honest. Um, Cambo says, uh, not to be be glad to hopefully get back to proper footy next season. Up the Tramia. Thanks for your support, mate. Uh, Tramia Trish. Need a good clear out in the summer. Make some decent signings. Get the right manager. And then next season, no excuses. Got to be top three. Kenny Clark didn't deserve promotion. Good job, really. As it was never going to happen. <laughs> Talented, but shit houses. New fan park, new gaffer, new squad. Can't wait for next season. Uh, John R. 35 says, always a tough ass, bad decision making. We played into the half, uh, played into the hands, sorry. Played better with the changes, but not good enough. Uh, enjoyed the pods, great work, thank you for that. Um, Michael Doherty says, thank fuck it's over. Let's just enjoy the sunshine over the summer. Enjoy it, mate. Um, Southwest Tramia says big clear out needed need the new management team in ASAP uh, Fletch who has been with us ever since day one as well so thank you to you mate uh, wasn't good enough today shit happens we go again up the Tramia Tom Lewis new manager new squad only Davis Spawn Spearing and McDonald signed up for next year there's your positive uh, Classic Tramia says glad this fast for season is over Go again next season. Regroup. Get come back strong. Oh no, the immortal words. Uh, come back strong and do we the go job again. properly. Do the job properly next time and win the bloody thing. That would be nice, wouldn't it? For the first time in eighty odd years or whatever it was, a title win. Yeah. Just automatics. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Will Fiderman says uh, can't fault too much over the two legs. Played decent football, but wasn't clinical enough. Um, season ruined by two poor managers. Um, he adds that he hopes Dorsey's going to be involved next season. Yeah, totally agree with that. Um, CRFC Australia. Good night, mate. Um, apologies for that. Paul, I've got to step in. That's the worst thing you've ever done on this show. <laughs> and there's been a lot of bad things. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was too bad. In my head, it was. It was. It sounded Australian. Well, there's your issue. This season has been nothing short of disastrous. Dreadful managerial appointments, poor recruitment, off the field. We're a model to f- uh, a model to follow on the pitch. Way behind the eight ball. Need to get the next manager spot on. Hashtag Chally. And uh, there is all the tweets. Thank you ever so much to everyone who has been in touch. As I say, not just today, but all through the course of the season, really. Really do appreciate it. And we've had loads of nice messages over the last... Well, over the course of the season, but particularly over the last few weeks since we've... uh, You know, since the season has been coming to its close. And um, we hope you won't miss us too much over the next few weeks. Enjoy the peace and quiet. Enjoy the uh, the sunshine, hopefully, which will be coming. Um, and enjoy the Euros. And as we mentioned, we may do something out about the Euros, but um, we'll see. Well, there better be some good weather coming. You know, this is apparently the wettest May. Yeah. On record. I swear that's every year, though. Like, how is it? It's ridiculous. And that's been pretty bad. It's not too bad here today. Um I believe that June is going to be a very good month for sunshine and warm weather and stuff. So, it better be. Hopefully, hopefully that's something to look forward to. But yeah, big thank you to everyone who's listened today and through the season. Um, we might do a little roundup of the season if we can bear it. Yeah, try we get um, Jake on. Get, do, get the old gang back together. 
and we might do something around a new manager as and when that happens, which hopefully won't be too long, but I imagine could be two or three weeks away. But um, yeah, so thank you for that. As, again, thank on? you. Oh, thank you to the Tramere Supporters Club. Yeah. Our sponsors, I will be on the blower to you during the week to try and get you to sign up for next season to help us out. But yeah, thank you for their ongoing support. And uh, yeah, check out all their good stuff that's going on um, on their socials at Trosk underscore TRFC, if that's not too confusing for you. And um, let me have a look at the uh, the manager um, odds. Actually, there's, 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 there isn't one for Tramia on Sky, but at least. Um, so I don't have those 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 uh, things. The season hasn't finished, has it? Technically, so well, there's there's things for the new Tottenham manager and things like that. But um, I think any it, names I can't imagine any names are going to crop up in the next Spurs manager list that also crop up in ours. <laughs> Mourinho is that a work? Yeah. Would you take Would you take him? No. Drake Keogh is doing a great job with Beachwood Social. Yeah. If he wants to step up to the plate, I'd be happy with that. Pressure, though. People want to, tra- people want to try me a man. Jake Keogh. Yeah. Try me through and through. Paul Harper is his uh, assistant. <laughs> God, nobody wants that. I don't know. Assistant to the regional manager. Oh, I think I'm just going to crap me back then. Uh, hopefully that came through on the mic. Tell you what, Paul. It's been um, an absolute <laughs> shite this season, hasn't it? <laughs> Here we go. Right, bet Victor. Bet Victor have got um, a few a few lists, a nice little list for us. So um, let's end on um, <laughs> gamble responsibly, everyone. Yeah, um, here's here's the list: Dave Chowner six to four, Robbie Fowler second favourite six to one. <laughs> Why have they, have they literally just listened to the show? That is, I mean, how have they listened to the show? I've even put it up and made some odds. Mm. Uh, John McGreal eight to one. Yeah, he's always going to be in there, of course. Andy Parkinson and Ian Dawes, 12 to 1. Derek Adams, 14 to 1. 16 to 1. Mark Joyce, mm-hmm. who's just taken over the women's team. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anthony Barry, Jason Ewell, Ian Holloway, Mark Cooper, uh, David McInnes, Phil Parkinson, they're all 16 to 1. <laughs> Where did he get these names from? Um, 20 to 1. Alex Neal. Neil Ardley. Paul Tisdale. Jim Gannon. Um, Neil Lennon. <laughs> Roy Keane is on this list at 25s. Um, Kevin Nolan, he'd be popular. Phil Brown, 25s. <laughs> Where did he get these, these the list of people? Chris Coleman is 25 to 1. Um, this is just, I mean, this list is just ridiculous. That's the biggest of the shit I've ever heard I'm not in my entire read life. Anymore no. Because uh, <laughs> I would argue that maybe two or three of those are realistic. <sighs> what a load of bollocks. What's happening, Paul? Do you know, uh, is there any more news about the new kit? Because we're changing kit suppliers, aren't we, to, I forget what they call it, some Indian? Mills, Mills Sport. Or Mills Sport, of course, because when you think of India, Mills Sport yep. is the first name. Because um, didn't they put? They didn't. Did they? Didn't we get to choose? Wasn't the four choices? Or am I making this up? Yeah, I no, there was. Yeah, I've no idea what's happened. Um, they did say they were going to um, reveal it before the end of the season, but it won't be ready for sale until June. Well, obviously the season's finished now, so yeah, June's uh, just a week away. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no idea what's happening there. Um, knowing these things. It'll probably be late as usual, so um, yeah, probably won't have won't have the kit in stock until <laughs> ten weeks into the season when nobody wants it. What do you need? Triple XL, <laughs> triple XL, or extra small? That's all we've got. Yeah. When obviously, Paul, we both need extra medium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the one good thing that I think from it is, I think they are going to have long sleeve. Shirts because oh, that'd be nice. There's another that's it's for another podcast, but like, what is going on with the, Everton? Actually, my mates actually sent me a photo of their new away shirt, and they are doing Hummel do make long sleeve, but all other kit makes now Puma, Adidas, 
uh, Nike, they just don't make long sleeve variations of the kits anymore. They literally don't. Cristiano Ronaldo um, has a special is one he wears for Portugal is one they make just for him, where they actually like stitch an extra sleeve to and a short sleeve one. I actually watched a, a video, uh, the classic football shirts did a video about it a couple of weeks ago. It's worth watching because I'm sorry, Paul, but a long sleeve shirt is just better. Isn't it? Yes, I agree. I agree. Right, um, we're going to end this this podcast and this season on a note that has been highly popular throughout the course of the campaign. Oh, go on. And um, Lexi, my missus, is going to put on the infamous washing machine <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that we can end the season as we have uh, done throughout the season. Um, you know, irrecognisable noises, but of course the washing machine was the most recognisable. Um, so if you'd like to do the honours, please. Well, Paul, <laughs> why don't you go and ring your doorbell and knock on the door as well? Just let's make yeah. as much, get the kids kids to make a, a racket. Let's make as much noise as kids possible. Kids aren't here, but we'll call the pizza delivery guy. Um, yeah, yeah, you might be able to hear that in the background, the uh, the washing machine starting up. So there we it's go. It's quite quiet, Paul. Have you got a silencer on it? It's only just starting, so it's just oh, like... So just, uh, yeah, it hasn't started going mental it hasn't, yet. It hasn't, hasn't started spinning as such, but yeah. It's Where's been a shambles you, for the for the season, so we might as well end on a shambles as well. If you'd have carried on going through that list of candidates for the next manager, I think your washing machine was fifty to one. Yeah, well, thankfully we're getting rid of it soon. So, what make is he? Um, Wait, it was a Becco. No, it's a what is it? Candy. Oh, candy! They're quite a reputable What's brand, aren't they? I don't know. They used to sponsor Liverpool, didn't they? In the, yeah, they did. It was Joe John Candy, the actor. It was them, wasn't it? Who started it? That was it. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Started it after. We'll have, uh, have to watch Cool Runnings or. Um, well, yeah. What happened was it was after he, he um he had that like small part in the Blues Brothers, and he thought, Do you know what, I'm gonna. He's speaking to sort of set designer on on the set of it. He said, "You should start making electrical appliances, John." And he said, "I will," and he did. Yeah, so very good. The RT very noisy though. Lasted longer than him, didn't he? Yeah. God rest the soul, bloody funny guy. Do you want yeah, I might go and watch Uncle Buck instead of the yeah. footy? There's a good film. There's oh, good classic. Film. Oh, he gets that bowling ball in the head, Paul. God, yeah. that'd leave a mark, wouldn't it? Mm. Jesus Christ. Spoiler alert. Well, it's not vital to the plot, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not the Titanic <laughs> sinking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Thank, uh, one final thank you is to, to you, Mr. Hibbert, for holding the ship together and you you're the only one who's done every single one of these kill me now so uh, <laughs> fair play to you um, and thank you obviously you do the majority of the recording and stuff as well for us and upload and editing should there need to be any um so thank you to you thank you to jake obviously who's not here thank you to everyone who's listened yeah. thank you to the trosk and um yeah we'll be back with a maybe a season review maybe a new manager announcement uh, podcast and maybe some Euros pods, but we'll see. We'll, so yeah, we'll, for now, thank you we'll very keep much. Busy, won't we? And Paul, we'll keep big thanks to you for, you know, I think you've done, you've only missed a handful, haven't you? Yeah. Four, four or five, five. maybe. You've, I think you've done 50. We've done 55, I'm pretty sure, because we've done 53. Uh, I think yeah, I think the fifty third one was the the um the playoff preview, I think. Yeah, and so we've yeah, done two some, more since. Some yeah, well, well, well into you know well into the three figures now for the for the five years we've been doing this. So yeah, so look out for the uh, look out for the Northwest Football Awards. Hopefully, we'll get a little nomination. Have we ever been nominated before? No. Well, they can't say that we've not we've not got a back catalogue for the for the year. Not just that. Like, can we take odd. into account the fact that we do it so fast and after? Yeah. Like, I I'm sat here normally most Saturdays. Well, obviously, like we don't, with we daggers in my head, going, "Why aren't we having dinner?" Yeah, we don't make a penny out of it. Unlike, I wish we could. Was, um, I'm thinking like Red Men TV. They're coining it in, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we just do it for. <laughs> the love of the club <laughs> kill me uh, the love of the game <laughs> kill me now yeah so um, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see I'll have to I'll have to 
Um, Let's start charging. We're going to win to ourselves. And I'm going to make a very um, honourable plea to the uh, to the judges that we should be nominated. So there we go. That's all I can do. Let's um, let's start charging a pound a minute for the show. <laughs> yeah, another bumper episode this week, folks. <laughs> Nine hour show. Do you know what's going to happen, Paul, with this Northwest Podcast Awards? Um, we're going to have exactly the same results as Britain did in Eurovision last night. Nil did we plot. score any points? No, no again. nothing. Not a I'm not surprised you're in Ireland. Do you know the do you know what our performer was? Keith Hill. <laughs> Nil Bois. Yeah. Didn't even register a, a point a on note, target. Didn't have a note on target. <laughs> um so yeah. Right, we'll be back soon probably, so I mean we've wrapped this up three times already, so hopefully this is the last the last wrap-up of the season. Thank you for listening. Uh, up the tram here, and we'll uh, return very soon. Take it easy. Enjoy the summer. All the best. Up the fucking tram here.